Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What? Well, cheers. Oh, happy, happy hour. Yeah, <laughs> we've had, you know, Academy Award Emmy nominees here on the happy hour, but not president of the universe. No, <laughs> because I'm the only one that's ever existed. Mary McDonald is here. <laughs> OMG. We're... <laughs> All right, let's just everybody try to settle. Everybody settle. Everybody calm down. I told you I nerded out when you told me that she was coming. So I know. I know. He has on a Frack Me t-shirt and I said, OK, Frack you, honey. We're <laughs> <laughs> nerds. <laughs> She's. Are you the only one that's played a president and a first lady? So the first lady in Independence Day. I feel like, as far as I know, I am. So yeah. we, you know, I haven't heard about anyone else. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Right. Okay. I don't. I don't even know where to nerd out first. You know who else was a first lady and a president? Who? Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but she did it for real, sweetie. I just pretend. You, you led the way. I showed her how. You were her role, model. You were her role model. I was president of the universe during her first go run. You know what I, I mean? We'll and, get to all this. Okay. okay. <laughs> we're mostly here to drink and talk shit about Donald Trump. We're just okay. checking our alerts. Is he still president? Okay, he's still president. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yes, we uh, I, multiple uh, Emmy and Oscar-nominated actress. Uh, stands with a fist. Yeah. Dances with wolves. Passion fish. Um, yes. Uh, Commander Sharon Radar, of course, on uh, uh, major crimes. Uh, the president of the universe, as I mentioned, I think, in Battlestar Galactica. But uh, okay, can we just tell the story again? We told it on the regular show. What? Oh, about so, my name? No. If no. you feel like, if you feel like, a, we always call this going Eric Trump on people. We're yes. just like, oh my God, we love you. I made you a macaroni necklace. <laughs> but I happen to be sitting next to her at our mutual friend Francis Fisher's yeah. play. Jamie's causing an earthquake. Okay. And the first, you know, okay, let me just explain how this went through my mind. Because <laughs> you're straight, gorgeous, sex symbol, married, two kids. I am gay. <laughs> Really? And I just, my first thing was, I was like, wow, who, that's a, like a human, but prettier. <laughs> right? Like, you know how you see famous actor, and I, it doesn't occur to you because, as I said to you, I don't fucking read every major actor's IMDb before I go out, just in case I run into them. No. No. Well, you're shut in. No. Yes. But, but so also- I found myself sitting next to Mary McDonald, and I was a not little Mary like. McCormick. Not Mary McCormick. Right. And not Rosie O'Donnell. And no. Not, not any of the that Irish women. That would not have women. happened. <laughs> but I was, 
But my first thought was just pretty. Okay, so there was that, and then it. Jamie, Jamie, stop it. Jamie. And then, uh, okay, then what happened? Then I then was like, oh, talking. how awkward is this? You're like, oh, a friend of Francis too. I'm like, oh, are you an actress too? And I, I will yeah, never. But I, but and was, then I, I went, oh, yeah. But Steph, you have to admit it. Went, it went back and forth. Right, but you couldn't have been nicer. I thought you looked really familiar, but I didn't realize you were the Stephanie Miller. Right. And so when you told me, I was a bigger nerd. Right. Come on, you have to admit that. weird for me. We were like, oh, oh. She's like, you're Stephanie Miller? And I'm like... And you're really pretty. Stands with the face. Wait. They've heard the voice. They've never seen. Are we going to get into another fluidity conversation? (laughs) Let's hope so. Not again. That was that was a Beverly D'Angelo special. That was a Beverly D'Angelo special. Fluidity. (laughs) (laughs) No, but anyway, I yeah. So I was a little like, and then of course, like an idiot, I was like, oh, were you on West Wing? Thinking of Mary uh, McDonald. McCormick. McCormick. Right. That you don't look anything like. No, but we get each other's fan mail, and we did you a reading once, and we caught up on all that. You told me that. And news. so that was like a slow motion, like, you know, when you're spilling the wine on the car- in the carpet commercial. I was like, <laughs> no, she wasn't on West Wing. <laughs> and then I got, like, immediately, like, IMDb turrets. I was like, oh, stands with a fist, stands with a fist. Oh, passion fish. Like, then I just started blurting out your credits, right? You did. Yes. And you knew some of them. It was awesome. <laughs> you just didn't know my name. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but everybody okay. mistakes my name. And also, a lot of people don't recognize me. So if I don't say anything, right. they don't know right. it's me. But the minute I say something, Right. Well, because you're whips. like the nicest, most humble human in the world. We were saying the no. Academy Award Emmy people that we've had here, they're like our sh- on time. Yeah. <laughs> humble. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Really? Right? Like, no one acts like douchebags that's been A-list. Like, you're just mm. the nicest person, on time, professional. Right? Well, it takes a lot of work to be on the A-list. Yeah. I'll I mean, say. I don't know if I'm on an A-list. I oh, think yes. I'm like yes, a, oh, yes. I'm like an A-minus-B-plus gal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's the A-list and then, ooh, then Mary and a couple others. No. You know? no right? No. Like, right there. No, you're on it. Well, thank you. You're on it. So. I'll be on yours. <laughs> I'm on yours. Hollywood I'm on oh, yours. Yeah, yeah. We nerded, uh, we nerded I, out that, <laughs> that we did this whole story and then you were listening the other time. We're like, oh my God. Oh, I, so <laughs> I was driving home from a movie premiere when you texted. It was like 11 o'clock and I'm usually yeah. in yeah. bed at that time. And I was like, <sighs> look at my husband. I'm like, <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Yes, yeah, um, this is the president of like, the universe. Well, he never watched Battlestar Galactica oh, and we're doing a rewatch shoot. of it right now for him. Oh, so good. we're in season two right now and we're about oh, to hit New Caprica. Am which I is, in jail yet? Yeah, you've been That's in jail. when they threw me in jail. Yeah. Those, and, mother, you know, those motherfuckers. They didn't know. I didn't even watch it, and they are motherfuckers, Mary. But they put me in jail. Edward James, almost like my best friend in the world now, put me in jail. They put me in jail. And, I, and, and it was really interesting because Ron Moore basically said, I got to figure out where she's going. And yeah. it was gorgeous because yeah. usually they put you in jail and don't tell you. It's because they're not sure where the writing's going. Right. They put you in jail jailer they kill yeah. you or you know yeah i thought it was like a contract negotiation you're like you're, you're okay, in jail till yeah. you know whenever <laughs> you get a better attitude but actually it was a great story <laughs> you know what i mean it was right. actually fabulous right. and it blossomed the whole world it was great yeah well yeah you've been on all kinds of panels 
because obviously <laughs> Trump and Clinton were hard to avoid at Battlestar Galactica cast reunion. Um, you were introduced as the president we wish we had. Yeah, I know. and you said you took inspiration from Hillary Clinton. And I when did. you were, you said when you were running when she was running for Senate, it became a very timely event for you. So Travis had to explain because I did not know from the beginning. So they blow up the planet as you do. It's like a yeah. post nine eleven. Oh, yeah. Right, but the, kind of timely, but go ahead. Explain well, it again to mommy. You were the Betsy DeVos. I'm going to put it in Stephanie's terms. I you were the Betsy the DeVos, DeVos right? of the Battlestar Galactica oh, no, universe. That hurts, but go ahead. Okay, she was in her. space. Go ahead. She's in on a ship. Betsy's in space. Right. right. Betsy's in space, and everyone else who's in line to be the president of the United States dies. Right. So Betsy DeVos gets to be president. Jesus Except Christ. that. I have to stop. Except you. you're I have not to stop. Betsy DeVos. You Except actually... she, I'm not. She wasn't. And... Betsy DeVos had not emerged yet, so we didn't even know that that was possible. So basically, that such a dumb shit was possible as Secretary of Education, and and that it was so negative. It could be so negative that anybody that's in charge of children's education could be like she is. Mm -hmm. So Laura Roslin was Secretary of Education, but she actually cared, had some ideas. She was. Can you explain the thing? So aliens, not aliens, Cylons. Sure. Which are but robots. I yeah. got it. Created but, but, by man. Right, got it. But so they, they, they nuke, nuke all of us and only the people treat, in space survive. The people yeah. in spaceships survive. Yeah. President of the universe there's some over people, here. A few people on the planet. Right. But not many. And there's 55,000 in space. And she's got to lead them to safety. I understand, I understand what happened, Travis. Survival Madam of President. the human race. That's why well, it was a good job. Yeah. I mean... It wasn't just like, you know. You have kids, you're like Republicans honey, and Democrats. What's your job? I'm got to save the universe. I have to save you. Well, at one point, I was saying us. it could either go about like Battlestar Galactica, we end up with Betsy DeVos, or it could go um, like the um, designated survivor TV show with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. And that means we get Ben Carson. Yeah. Oh. You see? Okay, so she saved the world yeah, from a lot. So, but yeah. you said something really but interesting. I did, yeah. One of Battlestar Galactica's most infamous lines, infamous lines, all of this happened before and will happen again. Right. In terms of what's happening now, and you said the idea that humanity could be reduced to 55,000 people all of a sudden and force a collective group of people to see each other as one, to me, is the thing that continually resonates about the show. Yeah. Because we're living in a time where the powers that be are trying to create as much difference between us as their pocketbooks will allow. We're unfortunately living at the edge uh, <laughs> at the moment on the planet. Um, and you said perhaps we can stop dividing each other and seeing each other as the other because there's no different. Um, Did I say that? Can I have some rock star cheers? Yes, President of the Universe. I have. I. I you I, apparently were not drinking Chardonnay. I then, was just going to say it was. I we definitely don't drink at these panels. <laughs> so there's some clear thinking that comes through. I will stipulate that she has only had one or two sips of. And Chardonnay. And I am already a little funny. <laughs> but uh, no, isn't that weird? How like you know the whole art imitates life, life imitates art. Well, thing? you know. The scripts that really resonate usually have a little prescience in them. You right, know, they right. see forward, and you you get it, and you go, "This is not." Did you is... think I didn't know what prescience meant? Because no. you're probably correct. No, I, I knew you did. <laughs> and so, do you? Oh I'm, my god! I don't work on my face, but I do. <laughs> it means you can sort of see into the future a little bit. I can get it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, did you see um, yourself in your basement? <laughs> I, ironically, I did not see this coming. I didn't see myself in your basement. Look, I was on Tonight Show. I had my own show. I didn't see this coming. I remember I had to. Uh, Stephanie is not present. I had Diane, yeah. Dionne Warwick on my show. 
and she was talking about her something about the earthquake, and I was like, "Don't you have a whole network of psychics? Couldn't you see that coming?" Remember, <laughs> psychic friends network. All right. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Not really her friends, were they? <laughs> Frenemies. Okay, go ahead. Frenemies. Go ahead. Anyway, you know, you know what I'm saying. So the good scripts have that. Yeah. And this, you know, when I read it, it just I I was surprised. I was told that I was going to be given an offer. Yeah. For a remake of Battlestar Galactica, which I never saw because I was doing theater right. in New York and I had no TV. And right. so I, that whole era is, I don't know what happened. Right. But I'd heard of it and I knew that that was not a match. So I was surprised. Right. Me and that. And then I read it. Right. And I said, this is not a television show. This is the look into where we're headed. Right. And that's well, how it, we felt it and lived it. And but that's more common now. That yeah. Can I have some fancy theater music? Can I have my James Lipton music, please? Mary! Yes, darling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want? <laughs> what Let's you talk like about the know? theater for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Masterpiece Theater. Okay. I have never been on it, so I'm on it. Woohoo! You made it. I made it. What's your favorite? I feel like I should be walking. Word. You didn't know the remake was going to be in Stephanie's basement. No, I didn't. No. It's oh not what she saw coming either. No, I don't see any of this coming. Um, the writers do. I don't. Yeah. Okay, where are we? Damn it, I have a lot of prep here. <laughs> All right. Um. It's been a long career, Stephanie. Very long. Career. You need to say career when you're talking about career. Okay, no, because what my point is, I did have a point. Hang on. Okay. Well, let me do a U-turn. Okay. Um. No, but a lot of it, there's no difference now. A lot of the Academy Award women, Emmy nominated, I mean, they go back and forth all the time now between theater, film, oh, yeah. th- television, oh, right? It's all gone away. So when you think, like, I'm I'm Tennessee Williams on Broadway, I'm yeah. not Battlestar Black, what? Yeah, but you know what? That wasn't the thought. The thought was, it wasn't like I, although I had just done Tennessee Williams, but it wasn't. I like, know that. That's I know. what I'm trying oh. to find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thank you. Oh, but thank you. <laughs> God yes, damn. summer and smoke. Hit the Harry music Hamlin. again. It oh will help me. <laughs> Hold on. She also we have something in common. We have been in a Wendy Wasserstein production. You were Heidi Chronicles on Broadway. What did I you do? I played a Holly in Uncommon Women Others in oh, the Edinburgh. That's wonderful. Theater festival. Well, not really. Anyway. <laughs> Stephanie. Okay. But no, but what I'm, what right, I'm but saying, you have okay. quite a, you have quite an I've got a few things going. Yeah, okay, background. but here's yes. the thing: it wasn't about well, I just did Tennessee Williams. I can't do Battlestar Galactica. It was like, right. How does uh, how do they the Battlestar Galactica of the '80s that I'd heard about? Right. Where do they see me? Right. In that world, I'm Prairie Girl. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like New York stage actress stands with this kind right. of. I didn't see. You were 36. Space. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see space. it. What's the final frontier? So you should have seen that. Well, comment. now I now I know what they meant. <laughs> that was also like a major reimagining of a show that was like this can't be completely science 100%. fiction show. And you guys gave it like depth and meaning. Well, Ron and... Moore is a bit of a genius. Yeah, it was. Oh, he's yeah. a genius. I don't mean to name drop, but we also had Sir Lawrence Fishburne here on the Happy Hour. Yeah, wonderful. and we talked about the Larry. same subject. <laughs> no, but just we were saying about that whether it's a. Right, a cartoon thing. Whether it's a science a, fiction, science fiction. Whether it's um, comic you, books. And, yes, um, yes. When you hire like f- great actors, and it great does writers. give it a whole other richness and whatever. Like you don't have to hire crappy actors to do like a you know whatever. I think, I think like, what, uh, those those divisions are gone, and so yeah. we're all trying to tell good stories, great stories in different forms. Yeah, 
and it, it's it's a wonderful time. Yeah, it's like a, it is sort of like the wild west. Yeah, the entertainment industry. Yeah, right now. Well, oh, I know what I was thinking of. Well why know. why I don't feel as bad that I geeked out uh, on Mary McDonald. Yes. I knew that. I got it. Yeah. McDonald's? You know, this is a way no, to remember No, because I it. went, when you go on YouTube for you, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> here you are, this esteemed multiple <laughs> Emmy and Oscar nominated actress. And I was just like wanting to, you know, so I went online and doing? like, there's just things like Mary McConnell, sexy bitch. Like I, people just put together like <laughs> montages know. of you in different things, but just I know looking sexy as you always do. But I was like, well, not always. What? Stephanie, you can be honest. I mean, <laughs> that's not true. I've had a few moments. They're in, creepy. In ba- well, They're cre- I mean, some of these months. There's some rough <laughs> moments in Battlestar. There's some rough moments. Well, also, let's honestly, I've died four times. Yeah, in what's my career. The deal? So right. when you when you die, there's usually a couple of moments leading to that moment that you're like, "Whoa, what happened?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Except a first lady. No, she crashed in the helicopter, looking great. You know what I she mean? She did. She looked, she looked great all the way down. Yeah. She looked great after. She le- She didn't. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. You know. I thought to hide. Well, Just you know what? Fuck Will nice. Smith. I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay, hold that thought. All this bonding is making me hungry, Travis. What do you say about some Omaha steaks? I'm always down for <gasps> Omaha steaks. I know. You're like a protein machine. It's the- uh, They're the best steaks, the best burgers I've ever had. I keep saying it, but it is absolutely true. And I didn't do nothing. I- I'm a sucky cook. All little, 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 like salt, little pepper. Fire. If you can do this, like anyone cave can woman. do this. Yes, thank you, Travis. You tra- you inadvertently said something nice. Here's the other nice thing. I get thank yous all the time from people that send this to their family because there's no one that doesn't love getting this. Right now, Omaha Steaks giving an amazing limited time offer to my listeners. When you go to omahasteaks.com and type in that code Miller in the search bar, 74% off the Omaha Steaks family gift package. It's like you're taking part of the cost and just airlocking it right yeah, out. Right, right. <laughs> yes, thank you. It was originally $195. You're going to look like such a big shot to your family. It's actually only $49.99. You oh. airlocked $150. What? Oh, my God. Here's what you get. Order now. You get four hand-cut top sirloin steaks, two premium pork chops, chops four chicken fried steaks, four Omaha Steaks burgers, four kielbasa sausages, all beef meatballs, Four perfectly brown potatoes au gratin, four made from scratch caramel apple tartlets, plus they throw in four more burgers for free. Just I mean, chuck them in there at the end. What more do you need? Right? That's enough to feed the entire fleet of the Battlestar Galactica. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is just, uh, they've been in business uh, like forever. They are the best, and everybody loves getting this. My mommy loved getting it. Again, this limited time package for only forty nine ninety nine. When you go to omahasteaks.com, type Miller in the search bar, add the family gift package to your cart. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Miller in the search bar. Send that Omaha Steaks family gift package today. Omahasteaks.com. Well, wait. So you wrote a whole piece on uh, your major crimes finale. I've never experienced anything quite like it. People's reaction to uh, uh, Sharon's death. Yeah. And that was like very sort of personal, even though it's a TV character. Again, yeah. people, because you were not just this, you represented something else, this female role model, yeah. this whole like... Uh, so what was that? Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. How did she? How did she die? She she actually died of righteous indignation, is the way I like to say. She it. died She's of right, righteous indignation. Very passionate woman, and she got very angry at one of her her perps, and she 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 was solving a murder and right. had a heart failure. She died of her own anger, and it was beautiful. Wow. I feel like that's going to happen to me any morning about Donald Trump. (laughs) Well, yes. I really feel like I'm going to make myself stroke out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and what 
James Duff is an amazing writer, and he, we knew yeah. that the show was being canceled. So he talked to me at the beginning of the final season, even though not everyone knew it was being canceled. Right. And he had this idea to um, bring her to an end before the show ended. And it, it had a wonderful um, dramatic component to it. Yeah. And to allow the people who love the show so much to sort of mourn the show right. with, while she, uh, through mourning her. Yeah. So that was the concept. But the reaction to her death was surprising, I think, to all. The yeah. fans got truly, truly upset. And what I think had kind of happened to her character over the year, the final season, was that during that time, Hillary lost. Yeah. Her, her, yeah. her, her position had been stolen. Right. And so there was a projection onto Sharon mm -hmm. Rader mm -hmm. as the woman, a woman, a commander. professional woman, a commander, commander to you. a leader. And so when she died, this all this anger that it, some of it was yeah. mixed up in the culture. Some of it I don't mean to compare her to Hillary or myself to Hillary yeah. <laughs> anyway. But the feeling of women in power suddenly not being in power, yeah, not not having yeah having what, it, what, not, what not, not not just and not being in power, having it stolen. Having from it them. stolen. Well, it's also like it I felt feel like, like that's that way. Her well, life was stolen by a heart of you know. Well, the whole Me Too movement kind of came because right. like everyone there's like this backlash against Trump and that toxic masculinity mm -hmm. that's right and that, that's right. so it, it, it it's all she kind of died in the middle of some very uh recently uh, uh what's the word just woke we've all been yeah those feelings well, women's feelings that's why yeah. the lady bam podcast is so fantastically popular right now oh, ladies and gentlemen yeah because well, happy no. hour stephanie oh hi um, Mary's currently hosting I don't a Lady Bam, but um, but it it focuses on conversations, discussions with and around women in entertainment and media. It's obviously in the wake of Me Too, but you, it was born out of major crimes. What would Sharon Rader do? Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to know more about her, and I went to James Duff and I said, "Look, we're thinking about doing this yeah. weekly podcast and talk, like, get questions from women, primarily." Yeah about Sharon that that they want to know can, do you care and he goes no I think that's great so yeah. it just evolved into a weekly podcast and they would send in questions about the episode but then when it was all over with they they were missing it so we somewhere along the way someone called me yeah. Lady Bam for Badass Mary and so and I think it was this I great. How like <laughs> you snort? I, snort. I, snort too. I do. I, do. I feel comfortable enough with you. Yeah. I kind of feel like you look like my sister <laughs> a little, <laughs> except okay. younger. It's fantastic. You know, and okay. Prettier. Um, and <laughs> what? Huh. And so that's what happened. So yeah. Lady Bam just became uh, filled a need for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And she's starting to grow. So that's. Cool. Um, cue my James Liston music. What does it feel like to be such decorated? Not just actor. Uh, uh, but I, well, no. This is what happens though is it's not just that you're. <laughs> I'm sorry. We could be sisters. Oh my god, you can have a snort off. I know we could have a snort <laughs> okay. off. You've, you've had right. every other kind well, of. And we're from Central New York and right. Western New York. Yes. All right, let's I, get to that. Snorts there. Let's get to that in a Thank minute. God. Okay. <laughs> she walked in and was like, "What other Ithaca yeah. from Buffalo?" Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Isn't that cool? All right, but let's start like, for just one second. So uh, obviously, Oscar nominated. First of all, can we get her a? Fucking award. She's been how many times nominated for Oscars and Emmys? For fuck's sake. I did win one. I won um, one of those things. It's like one of the, the 
a TV awards. Oh, you know that where the I fans it. vote. Oh no, okay, I have okay, it. Uh, uh, oh, sh- what's it called? Uh, what? Uh, what? Hmm? Hmm? People's Choice. No, it wasn't. Nope. But it was the other one. There I got was it. Two of them. There was people. People's got- Choice and the something. Else. All right. Well, Battlestar Galactica anyway, won a Peabody. Okay. Camp. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emmy nomination, of course, for uh, Major Crimes. Um, but but on, then beyond that, it, there's something about your career, about playing strong women, mm. that then it has led to, you know, you've obviously gotten all these other awards. The Gino Award from Women in Film. The Leadership Excellence Advocacy Award from Women in Cable Communications. Yeah. The Pell Award for Lifetime Achievement in Arts. Yeah. Um, how about the Independent Spirit Award? Yeah, well, yeah, that was that for too. that was for a movie, right? Yeah, an Obie Award. Oh, that was for acting. I think you're talking but, about. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking. At you. I'm, I'm googling. But okay. you seem to embrace this sort of, you know, even though you're you're just you're obviously an amazing actress, but you're playing roles. But but you're right. Whether it's the the people's reaction to the death yeah. of your character on Major Crimes, you you've you've embraced the role of the uh, or the president uh, president of the universe. Like you've embraced the role of being a. A, a female leader because I think well I think it gets you know as and I'm sure you have been through this way more than me but um, if you speak your mind people are very grateful and so then they project back on you and so as uh, yeah the difference in us is that you actually spend your life and I am awed by it focused on the essential moment-to-moment life of our country, yeah. of our world. I, I have no and other, I have no other choices, it. but thank you. You have no other choices. That's a, that's all right. That's a big uh, destiny, even if you do it with <laughs> right, mine. Right, right, right. Whereas as an actor, you you get projected on. And what yeah, happened and you can choose me, to speak or not. You can speak or not, but what happened with me is that I played, I've had a couple of roles where people needed to talk. Yeah. And... Battlestar Galactica, we got brought to the UN. I know, I, didn't, I, know, I love that. I was, what's that doing at the UN? I love that. You testified at the UN. So, yeah. It was so well, intimidating. Right, but and I love yet, this. An well, allegory, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. But I love this part of your bio. An allegory of 9-11 and the war in Iraq. The series was widely acclaimed for examination of the issues of war and human rights. And in 2009, McDonald appeared on a panel at the UN to discuss the parallels between the show and real-world issues of terrorism, race relations, and gender equality. Um, that's a big fucking deal as joe biden well, would say thank goodness it was myself eddie almost ron moore david ike yeah so uh the eddie almost now have you ever yeah had him on you're a good show? friend i know you're a good friend i mean no, look us know, up Ed, oh he'll be on in a second he'd okay, be here right it. now if he knew i was coming <laughs> call him he's in oh, the valley hang on <laughs> hey now <laughs> hey now <laughs> right, go ahead uh the, the so Eddie, of course, is sort of a global activist. Mm-hmm. And so for him, this was very natural to be at the center of the UN conference. Yeah. Um, and so what I was able to do at that day was kind of absorb it and relax and meet all of these amazing people who work there. Yeah. Who take the issues that we were dramatizing and it is their life's work. Yeah. And it kind of changed the way I saw what being an actor was yeah. in that moment. And yeah. so I would say Battlestar really shifted, brought this um, idea that the discussion can keep going beyond the yeah. narrative. Mary, mm-hmm. you have you know two, I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, you have two kids, right? I do. You have a, uh, you have a daughter. Um, and that's My daughter what I just, and son, yeah. But that's what I thought was interesting, too, about playing strong female characters. And 
I was talking about Nancy Pelosi recently and not backing down in this leadership fight Amazing. and saying, I'm really good at what I do. And I said, what a... What a lesson that is for our daughters. What, Incredible. Right. And when I say that, I mean not losers like me, but people like you that have actual <laughs> offspring daughters. Right. But no, isn't it true about, but, but that's all like what your roles and your activism has been about as well is, is not making women feel less than. Yeah. That's part of the Me Too movement. Yeah. I have value. Yeah. I, I love that Nancy Pelosi is balls out. She's a, I have earned this. She I am good at what I do. So I am not backing down. She's amazing. It, it, it teaches women because Did women you, were supposed to like, no, be humble and don't like, you know, don't say you're good at things. And right. Well, don't you think that really and truly what's happening on the planet right now is that millennia of women of women silenced, whether it's been through horrible, you know, violent acts of rape or just more subtle versions of not being heard or having to adjust the way you think in order to hold on to a job or whatever it is. I feel like we are at a moment where the silencing is coming off in yeah, every area. That's right. So you have a Nancy Pelosi kicking ass and saying, I'm not going to apologize and, to you and I'm not going to let you diminish me on live television. And part of it is, you're right, with the misogyny and yeah. Hillary getting this power stolen from her that yeah. she rightfully earned and rightfully yeah. won. And that's like where it started with the Women's March, that's right? right? Where that's you go, right. this horrible misogynist pig that was illegitimately installed right. over the much better qualified woman, right. I think... I guess I guess that's the only silver lining has created this incredible right. movement and backlash, right? right? Well, there is a. It, you don't want to say there's a silver lining because right. the planet could be ruined tomorrow because right. of this situation. Right. So it's like silver lining. <laughs> we, the, we could be Battlestar Galactica about. Part Two. Are you available to be president in case I he blows am. us up before he goes I down? I am because I've been through it before. <laughs> Who is better qualified? We don't I want Betsy DeVos. Be Listen, I really know how to use an airlock. Just give it. Come straight. on, people. If we Listen. only had one said in D.C. Mary, but this I is, but, no, I'm not kidding. This is I'm not kidding either. <laughs> this is what I'm saying is that as much as we joke about stuff, it's, you go, what do you think he wouldn't do before he loses think, power? But he is so desperate now. You're like North Korea, Iran. Would he order a, a nuclear strike? But to, to be, to, you know, it seems to me that we're dealing with. Um, Just retrain and, on the goddamn airlocks, Mary. Jesus well, Christ. you know, I tried to order some on Amazon and send them to Washington, but they didn't answer. I don't know. It, it would be a wonderful thing if we could eject um, yes. narcissism at large. Not, yes. you know, he. There's Donald Trump, who is kind of the manifestation of like all of this, the yeah. patriarchal narcissism of how many, yeah, you know, thousands of years. Yeah, but it is dangerous. And it, we can joke. As yeah. Long. Yeah. No, but beyond. Beyond. We're, we're I'm in, just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So okay, wait, let's drink. Let's talk. Yeah, let's drink. Oh, I know. I, I feel like I have been neglecting your Chardonnay needs. Please. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, so speaking of kids, you are, uh, you've been married for how many years to uh, Randy? You're, 34, I think. Now, so you're pretty solid in that and in your sexuality. Yeah. Stephanie. I'm just kidding. I am kidding. I'm kidding. You're I feel like a little funny. sister. You're not kidding. I, no. All right. A little you're funny. very funny. Um <laughs> Am I solid in my sexuality? I think so. I'm yes. Kidding. I'm Mary. I'm kidding. I, no, you can. I don't Wink. care. She knows what I, she likes, I, I Stephanie. I feel quite complimented, actually. Though. She likes Randy. I like Randy. Well, She's Randy sexual. All right. How old are your kids? <laughs> uh, my daughter is 31. Oh, no way. OMG. Olivia. OMG. She just got you... accepted. I'm going to brag. What? Olivia's an actress, singer, songwriter, rock and roll star. Wow. Everything. 
and she just did a pivot, and she's on her way to do her MBA in business and entertainment because, wow. you know, it's like these young women are looking at all yeah. of this and saying, I'm not going to ask them for the money. I'm going to create it. Yeah. It's I'm that make it myself. simple. And that's a Nancy Pelosi influence. That's yep. a Hillary Clinton influence. That's a me too. That's it's right. all like, that's right. stop. So, because you also, you I had kids bragging. relatively no. late, 35 and 42, a daughter and a son. I did. And yeah. my son, Michael, is a beautiful singer, songwriter, wonderful. Wow. They're very, very talented. <laughs> Hello. Wait, wow. and, wait Michael uh, McDonald sounds, wait, no. Michael no. Mel. Oh, okay, I was getting, McDonald Dad's sounds name. way too close to No, he couldn't Oh, see, he's going to go through that too. Yeah. No, he isn't because he's Michael he's, Mel. What a fool. Yeah, he's he's got, no, that's, God damn it. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm McDonald. No, but he isn't. He's Michael Mel. He's his dad's name. His dad's okay. name. Okay. All right. Fine. He took it. Thank God. Okay. Fine. Yeah. All right. It ruins all our fun. All right. So wait, but we're both from what the what the you well you were born in Pennsylvania, Wilkesbury, but Wilkes-Barre, then you went to Pennsylvania. you went to SUNY SUNY. I did Fredonia. Woo! Fredonia SUNY Fredonia. Yeah. Hello. Did you go to SUNY? No, I went to USC. Oh, oh yay! Because I rebelled against. I'm like I'm my because my parents yeah. said you can go anywhere, not California. It's too far. Right. So then so you went, went there. I went to California. Yeah. Well, ha, I ha, went. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I got a degree in the. Where's my James Lister? I got a degree in the theater. Jamie? Yeah. In the drama department at yeah. the University of Southern California. Yeah. Which has gotten me this job in my basement. <laughs> no, I went to SUNY Fredonia and changed right. my life. But from Ithaca, like so, I'm I'm from Buffalo and yeah. started my first radio job in Rochester. So. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. homegirls. Yeah, we're homegirls. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I, I really love women from that part of the world. By the way, I know. Yeah, there's well, something there. Let's talk later. I know. Like you instantly they, bond. And we snort. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but wait. I the other thing. Okay. Yeah. I just <laughs> one of the fun facts. After graduation, yeah. you moved to New York City. While looking for acting work, you were a fuller brush saleswoman. Yeah, I was. Door to door. Come on. You have to be at a certain age to understand what that even is. I know people don't What is a fuller know. brush? Well, remember, fuller brush was a company that came to your homes with ding little dong. boxes. Ding dong. Hello. Fuller brush man here. And it's like Avon brush, calling. It's but, like Avon calling, right. but it was for that's Hi. right. Fuller brush here. Do you need any cleaning supplies? And then they would sell everything from mops to, you know, How'd spray that go for cleaning you? things. I, I sold uh, com- customized pens right out of college. That didn't go so well either. Well, it went well for a while because I they had a special in hair brushes, and my hair was down to my butt. Oh, oh stands with a fist so hair. So people, yeah. yeah, longer, oh, way yeah. longer. Yeah, I, it Dakota was, hair, yeah. It was off-Broadway hair, <laughs> and, you know, right? <laughs> Barry <laughs> Child, Sam Shepard hair, right? So it they thought if they bought the hairbrush... Their hair would look like mine, so I sold a lot, but oh, I ended up owing Fuller that's, Brush. That's a little bit. That's a little bit like kind of grifty, like the Trumps. Yeah, a bit well, shady. it was a little shady. But You're here, like, you'll I, have this innocent. hair if you buy this brush. I didn't say it. They projected. And then they look like Stephen Miller, and they're like, <laughs> keep brushing <laughs> It's coming out. <laughs> There's nothing there. Um, but what happened was I ended up owing brush money because they had oh, a special on these yeah. little vacuum cleaners that you could fold up into a thing. Oh. So I bought them for everyone for Christmas and I did. And so you owed money. And yeah. I added All right, good wrong. Job. Well, it's a good thing acting worked <laughs> yeah. out. Okay. It is a really um, good thing. Also, we have something in common. Well, not in common. You were a competitive synchronized swimmer as a child. I was. Wait, um, what? I yes. was exceptionally bad at it. I have told uh, this story before, but I, at the Lockport Town and Country Club, I did the synchronized <laughs> swimming um, 
meet with my best friend Lori Nodine at the time, and Lori was a very good swimmer and synchronized swimmer. I could not do anything except for an oyster, where you just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. collapse and float to the bottom of the pool. So Lori did all the fancy things, and I just did oysters. We called them clams. And then the judges were like, okay. "You're that's not synchronized because you're not doing." And I'm like, "Well, I can't do any of that shit." So yeah, I just please help my friend Lori. I was more like Lori. I was See? really good know, at it, right? You're my older my... <laughs> sister that's better at everything. I'm just like, no, I can't no, no. do it. No, I, I had, uh, I have four sisters, right? Okay. And um, at the time, three of us. Because you're Irish and it's swimming. the law. It's the law. There were five of us. And three of us did synchronized swimming for years. So we did sister routines. Oh, um, wow. I know you. Competed. I know you. I know you. You do. Yeah. You know that and routine? you know what? Yes, I do. I know you. I know you. I know, I you. know you. I know. We swam at the Philadelphia Aquarama with the dolphins, but we had to get pulled out. Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> Stephanie. That's great. <laughs> Flipper. They call- that's what's happening with the Trump thing, right? Fast. Oh, Manafort, Flynn. Everything's coming magical oh first God. circle for this it's podcast. So You're working on all the hits. That is amazing. Thank you. Oh my God. You could have just done that. You didn't have to dive in. Can you, you still adopt me? You can adopt me, it. can't you? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um Yeah, it's so weird. No, I do feel I do feel a familial closeness, not just where we're from, but my best friends. We're the Richard sisters, oh Irish Catholic, seven yeah. sisters. Oh, wow. Hang on a second. Let me see. I can still do it, I think. Hang on. Uh, okay, hang on. Oh, Tanya, Sandy, Tracy, Tracy, uh, Shannon, Tara. Yeah, I, I know the whole. They were my best friends, seven what, Irish sisters and what did in they Lockport, do? New York. What did they end up doing? They, they went to Catholic sing? school did with me. Did they harmonize? Did they do any no, of that? No, they were, you know, jock cats like I was. Yeah. Yeah. Catholic school. Yeah, Catholic yeah. school. Did you go to Catholic school? I sure did. Uh-huh. I went to many because we moved a bit. Ten, Twelve years hard time. How much for you? Well, eight. Oh. Eight. I right. got out. Because Slacker. when, when Slacker. it came to Ithaca, there was no Catholic high school. So, oh. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah is that your high. excuse? Yeah. yeah, well, Sister fucking Charles Bronson wouldn't accept that excuse. <laughs> she would have hit you with a board of education. My favorite nun was Sister Donald James. Men's name. What? Hello. They did and have men's, she men's names. She was so cool. And I, I, all of a sudden she said, well, I won't be here next year. And we were like, why? We want to come visit you when we're in sixth grade. And you're teaching fifth. And she said, I'm going to get a doctorate. And I went home oh. and said, what's a doctorate? What and I that? looked at, you know domesticity with my mom with five daughters and yeah. you know whatever yeah. and I thought wow doctor that could be cool maybe I'll be a nun and then puberty yeah, yeah. yeah. no that went out the and window. you now you've decided to be an actress where there are montages on YouTube called sexy bitch <laughs> which is a little di- it's not her fault she's I just sexy people just do things on I, the YouTube I, I was like them. can I see something to do with her academy and we're acting <laughs> and not just slow motion pictures of her to music from scenes okay that that, but that is in some guys spank bank just stop it for god's sakes i only had so much time i was like i would like to get or the- some women's spank bank, right thank right? you it's a hello yeah. okay you know what doing tonight um we have some- <laughs> travis louise it's like incest <laughs> her baby sister <laughs> Um, I love these fun facts. You have twice played alongside a non-human named Boomer, the dog in Independence Day, and the Cylon in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. They Um, like that name in space. Yeah. 
Yeah. You've appeared in four films with the amazing Alfred Woodward, uh, Grand Canyon. Woodard. 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 Right. That's what you I called said. her. You did the same thing. Can when you she get was on her in here so I can embarrass myself with her too? <laughs> Passion you called fish. her to the show and she did the same mistake yeah. with her name. Blue That's Chips okay. and Mumford. She's fantastic. You guys amazing. have amazing chemistry. Amazing. And we should be working now. We should do something now. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. What, I, I mean, it's like any other human relationship, right? Chemistry. Because yeah, you guys just did Passion Fish and whatever. Absolutely. Like you go, oh my God. No, you, I think that's yeah. right. There's um, chemistry or there's not. Um. Okay. So uh, what have we not uh, covered in terms of, uh, hang on, hopefully. Oh, here's one thing I want to talk to you about. <laughs> just in your whole like playing strong women and whatever. You were talking about uh, playing Laura Roslin in Battlestar Galactica. You said a great experience of discovering what I think is all too common thread in women, although I think it's changing now. It used to be sort of common um, in women over the age of 40 who sometimes, if they're lucky, are given an opportunity to discover the power that they truly have and didn't exist in them. And that was the bottom line of the Laura Roslin experience. You've had experience a lot of actresses have had where you played uh, Noah Wiley's mom and then you played the daughter in... Stands with a fist of a guy that was more like two years older than you. <laughs> like, yeah, but he wasn't. Clearly, wasn't my father. Right, it was I an adoption. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. right. But I mean, yeah. it's like this, the famous Sally Field thing. She played Tom. I Tom played, Hanks' love interest and then played his mother <laughs> in the next film. It's true. I played uh, Bradley Whitford's stepmom. Okay. <laughs> not long ago. Well, yes. A while ago. When you were in so, the role of Mary McCormick on West Wing? Yes. Right. And they borrowed me and said, what? now you'll be Mary McDonald. No. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. You move around and you kind of go, oh, no, I have to see you this way. Okay. Right. Or you have to right. see me that way. It's a I mean, bizarre life. But is that ever going to change? Just the whole, because first of all, you, are just, mm. you seriously are drop dead gorgeous. And I oh, feel like that, but that happens with a lot of actresses that you go, but still you need to play now someone's mother that... <laughs> Just is it going to change? You don't look like Noah Wiley's mom, and you did not look like. <laughs> what was your kicks? What was his, your dad's name? And stands with a f- kicks. Kicking bird. Kicking bird. You didn't. Kicking bird. How old? How old? Graham was. was he? he was a couple years older than me, but he was my adopted father. He wasn't my father. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he found me out in the prairie. Sure. So that was like life. a little like pedophilia-oriented. Yeah. Sure. No. Okay. No. Sure. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Is it going to change? Is that your? Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. yeah. Um, not yet. Yeah. I think we're we're changing it. The content's changing. More women are there writing. More women are uh, because That's of all the these platforms. Right? It's the writers. Like what your daughter's doing, right? Like go back to school, get the money yourself, write, write it. it yourself, write right. it yourself, yeah. uh, fund it yourself, and say this is what people want. Which they do want. They do want women to continue to be full and vibrant yeah. and authentic. And we don't go away. Yeah. We live really long lives. Yeah. And they're well, full and beautiful. Uh, so write about it. Just because you're my supportive older sister now <laughs> by a couple of years. She's not old enough to play my mom. I can't play your mom. But I can play your I can play your younger aunt. There you like go. your mother's younger <laughs> like sister. Super cool aunt. No, but I mean, you're right. And I mean, you are overly complimentary, whatever I do. But I think it is true. A lot of us that don't fit a certain niche by a certain age, like, yeah. I just did my own fucking thing. Yeah. I just created this and it's not much. It's not, I'm not Oprah, but you know what? Like, I get to do what I love every day. It's and really I, I important. applaud what your daughter's doing. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I, I had a, a friend, same thing. She's like, you know, I'm too smart to just be an actress. And I'm, she, you know. <laughs> well, you know what you get put as an actress? You don't 
always, I, your brain isn't always asked This for. is what I hate because you are so smart and so many women actresses I know are crazy smart, smart yeah. activists and yeah. kick-ass women. Yeah. And I'm so sick of this paradigm we that the Republicans have put us in like, oh, just shut up and sing, shut up and dribble, shut up and act. You know what you're talking shut about. And, do and then we yeah. can elect Arnold Schwarzenegger governor and we can, you know, have... God knows, you know what I mean. Yes, there is I a do. there is a a double standard in terms yeah. of that. We have so many people like you that are so smart that are so that, that you go like what? When did we lose our First Amendment rights because you because you went into acting, right? Well, I've been lucky though, Stephanie. If you really look at it, because right. I never really fit into an ingenue situation. So my, the roles that I've played have been a little off, you know, the right. center. Right. And quite often we're in at least in inside stories that had a meaning and intelligence to them. So I got to illuminate through story perhaps then the the character that maybe was underwritten, but yeah. Yeah. because the people writing are wonderful. Nothing's underwritten when you get done with it. Well, um, yes, that's what I was trying to say, but I was trying to pretend I was humble the way you that was. was the best acting job of all, <laughs> pretending you are humble. And this is how I actually There are no yeah. underwritten roles, <laughs> only underplayed roles. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, no, saying? true. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, I think that actresses are now being let out, uh, let out of the cage. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like not going to happen anymore that the actress gets to be um, belittled on a set or... Um, underwritten for too long me too has it's been an just amazing going moment. to it's changing everything yeah and hollywood you know i mean oh my god what a mess yeah that way so yeah. we have the obvious really blatant horrible stories to look at do you have a do you have your me too story that is your the most i i, I don't have a me too mind. story that is um on the level that needs you know that that even calls for the kind of attention these women so deserve. Yeah. And the support. But I do think we all have had in our in our careers, if we've lasted. Yeah. We have had moments where the belittling was so could have been um could have ended it if you were willing to allow it to hurt you. you how know did what you I mean? how do you how did you survive all that in Hollywood and have this success after success and because I didn't fit in I, I wasn't at all a sex symbol to these people uh, well, YouTube and, would tend to differ but okay we'll go look at it after well YouTube is is new <laughs> I mean I've become this well as an filthy. older woman do you know what I mean <laughs> and when I was a younger woman I was not at all in that um, I didn't fit into that at all so I was kind of lucky so as yeah. Kevin Costner said over and over again and he meant it sincerely, but I kept saying, stop saying that. Uh, he ca- part of why he, was, he cast me was because he met an actress who had life on her face. I was, you know, yeah. 37 and had some crow's feet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And to him, that was a compliment. He was complimenting the fact that he, and he was also saying he was willing to go beyond the idea of who his starlet should be. Do you well, see what I but, mean? But isn't that, yeah. it, that whole movie... It's almost was, like a weird... Back... It, it worked for me. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I did not fit into that, and therefore, I was worked. spared a lot of that, this. But for that, that That's why it would... whole, the whole movie worked. I remember when I heard about it, how long it was, 
Right. Wasn't there subtitles? Like the whole thing. And people were like, they were calling it Kevin's Gate. Right. And like, we this were is going there. to be awful. And you said when you flew in there, like, this is going to be a disaster. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it was going to be a disaster, but I thought, what have I done? I don't know what I'm going to do. This is like, I see Tumbleweed, uh, which, by the way, is the name of my son's band. He's awesome. Anyway, but I, I looked out the window and I, I, I couldn't relate to where I was. What, what have I done? Yeah. Why do I think that this, yeah. you know, but for Kevin, we were, he rented or made an agreement with the local town. So he showed dailies every yeah. couple of nights in a gymnasium, school gymnasium. And the whole town came and he had, you know, beer and soda yeah. and popcorn. And it was the smartest thing because we were watching the most extraordinary footage. Yeah. And yet we were reading the Hollywood Reporter that was saying, what a disaster. What are they doing out there in the prairie? Kevin's yeah. Gate. And we knew it was brilliant. Yeah. So he, he was I very smart. No, and very I smart didn't man. think I would like it. I, you're just like, oh, I can't believe. And it yeah. just was, and you were extraordinary in it. Thank and you know. it, you know. It was an amazing, you know, and, I, and when they asked me to audition for it. Yeah. My, I had just done, you know, Three Sisters at the Guthrie. I'd just done Checkoff with a very she prominent. She had done like, Checkoff, ladies yes. and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, you don't understand. She's done Tennessee Williams, <laughs> Wendy Wasserstein on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they said, will you audition for this cowboy and Indian movie that Kevin yeah. Costner's doing? And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to get that. I, 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 who? There's no way. Right. Why would I bother? A lot of attitude, you know. And so my agent called back. She goes, but I heard it's really good. I said, well, can I read it? Well, no. Um, no. No one can read it. That's exactly what you'd be I expecting. Said, and I'm like, okay, so I can go to the library and read Shakespeare, but I can't read a cowboy and Indian movie. The Kevin Costner. I was horrible. I was so snotty and bitchy. And she, got, she called me back and she goes, please, you can go into the hotel and the casting woman will allow you, is ask, telling actors they can sit there and read it as long as they don't right. take it. Oh, God. All right. Okay. I am from Broadway. Just- I, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I'm a classical actress from <laughs> Broadway. But, I wasn't, okay, but you know, I wasn't Sorry. any of those things I interrupted either. Again. I just had really bad attitude. I was just I am a, a snotty bitch. Broadway actress. <laughs> no, I, I just want to sit at home in my jammies and read it. And I, I just didn't see it, you know, and I didn't want to make the effort. I was, yeah. I just wanted, I just gotten back to New York and, but I did and I read it and about halfway through I put my head down and wept and I thought I had just dodged a major bullet of my own making. I almost did not even read this and now I have to, have to play her. Right. And that's what I sat down with. I said to this woman, I've got to play this role. What do I need to do? And yeah. she kind of went, oh, really? Yeah. And I said, yeah, what do I do? Well, you come back tomorrow and meet Kevin and read these scenes. And then I, they said, uh, but you don't need an accent. And I said, well, I can't do Kevin said, you don't need to even try an accent because nobody knows what the hell she'd sound like. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Right. Like we have no recording of her. Right. And I said, well, I don't think she can be played without an attempt at the language because that's at the center of the trauma. And he went, fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I say that on here? This I is an actress I want. From okay. Have you not been listening to me? <laughs> yeah. No. This is an actress from Broadway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. sorry. And, I, and so no, it's, I did. It's too, it's too short, Sean. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I did it. I did yeah. what I thought. I'll say. And, and he went, oh. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like 
my life has had a little bit of that in my career. A yeah. lot of luck in moments where either I didn't see what I should be doing. Or you overcame your own Broadway snottiness. I came, overcame my own just general right. snottiness, not Broadway snottiness. And also, I also <laughs> couldn't get those other roles. Right. I couldn't get those starlet roles. Right. But I got that role. But why? Because you're leading lady gorgeous. I mean. Well, I, I don't know. I think there's a certain type that I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I was a jockette from yeah. Western New York, Central New York. You're perfect for me, excepting being straight and married and <laughs> happy and with kids. I know. Other than that, what? What? Travis, stop she looking at me like that. I know, but right. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, your kids sing. You must sing. Do you sing? No. Really? I, my husband sings. Oh. He's a beautiful singer. Um, All right. I sing. I was trying to make her competitive about Beverly D'Angelo singing as Patsy Cline to me last week. Oh no, no, no! All you right, you couldn't find me. That's fine. They let me sing at Thanksgiving after a few wines, <laughs> and then they don't care. And I bet it's spectacular. I used to harmonize really well. No, but it's but weird. Both of your kids gone are away. singers. They got that from from your hubby. Well, like I have a good ear. Like both of my kids will say that I can hear something they're recording or whatever, and I can hear what has to happen oh so i can hear it i can't but somehow in the translating of it vocally it goes a little raw raw yeah yeah but my no husband, when yeah. i did i mention that i played holly and uncommon yes, women and others um, at the edinburgh yes. theater festival in scotland and did you where i also played sing? lucy and you're a good man charlie brown <laughs> but i just remember the musical director <laughs> when i was doing one of the numbers she's playing and then she's looked at me she just goes what do you hear okay that was just, I did, it was not whatever notes she was playing or not, not the notes I was playing. She's like, are you tone deaf? I'm like, probably what we're dealing with. The fact that I couldn't sing actually helped Holly Hunter to become a star because we did a play and it was, that's my husband, Randy. That's where I met him doing this play and right. Holly was in the play and Frances McNorman was our understudy. Oh dear. Okay, go figure. Yeah. And I was supposed, to, I was playing Holly Near, a character based on the, do you remember the singer Holly Near? She's out there still doing amazing music. Yeah, she was. Uh, she's an activist and an extraordinary political singer and artist and et cetera, et cetera. So this play was sort of loosely based on her, and I was supposed to sing "Hey Jude" a cappella in the middle of the show. And what happened was that I couldn't do it. I panicked every time I tried to sing. Did it, it attract feral cats? Was it "Hey Jude"? <laughs> no, it sort of came out like. Wow. Hey, hey, Jude, don't bring me down, which of course would bring everyone down. That's a cat. <laughs> I know, I hear it. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, one day at rehearsal, they kindly said, You know, you don't have to do it. Oh, no. And Holly oh, goes, I'll do it. I'll do it. And so she did it. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, so wait, I, wait. here's one other weird thing we have in common. So okay. Passion Fish was um, Sales. Uh, God. I'm, John. Pardon? John, John Sales. And one of his first films was a super hot Lizzie movie. That was one of the reasons I realized maybe I'd like to Lady Lake. <laughs> what was the name of that? I can't remember now. John Sales. Google it. One Google of John it. Sales' first movies a was super a... Super hot Lizzie. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Man. Uh, I don't okay. know. Anyway. Okay. Um, so uh, you... Uh, Playing off, you play opposite Robert Redford and Sidney Poitier. Poitier. Uh, Poitier. Yeah. Um, you, so, what do happened? you get intimidated? I was. The way I did sitting next to you to play? Oh, do Robert Redford. Like, yeah. I, I, I had to play his ex-girlfriend. 
Yeah. And my very first line in the movie is to look him dead in the eyes and say, we're not getting back together. And so the very first read-through with the studio and everybody back in the day on sound stages when they couldn't just watch on their cell phones, they had to come down and listen. Oh. So it was packed. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, what is it? I couldn't say it. Yeah. I, I turned bright red and he just stared at me for a while and said, you okay? What's going on? And it became like yes. horrible and funny. Yes. But eventually I found my sea legs, as they say, with Bob. I was so intimidated, Stephanie. I was in love with him when I was like right. 15. Right, of course. You know. Yeah, you should have just kept playing that song. What is it, Taylor Swift? We are never, ever, ever getting back together. Yeah, again. yeah. well, she hasn't written it yet. Just motivation Taylor in Swift your dressing room. Taylor Swift wasn't born yet. Oh, I well. couldn't play her song. She, she was of no goddamn help. <laughs> I need to get Liana. What? Liana. Liana! That Liana. was the John Sayles Lizzie movie. You're right. I was in college. I was like, hmm. Yeah, John's a mm. genius as Lady well. Like. Yeah, I know. I she, thought uh, I was like, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Wait a minute. Tell us about ER quickly because yeah. you worked with George Clooney. I, first of all, it, it was a <laughs> I worked sitcom George, first and then it yeah. was a... No, no. They're not connected except okay. for George. Um, so He ER, was in both. Okay. He was in both. ER that I did was... Well, then I did the other ER, but it was E period, R period, the comedy. That's what I thought. I was like, And it was not... Elliot Gould and I was his boss, his young boss, and Jason Alexander was our boss Chatta Farrell was the head nurse, and George Clooney was her nephew who worked as the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> he had a recurring, and he was the cutest thing. Yeah. Oh, he was just the cutest yeah. thing. So 10 years later, I'm uh, on the set somewhere at Universal doing, oh, doing Jean, a show with Gene Smart, right? Right. High, High Society. Society. Thank High you. Society. Oh, isn't that the best? I love that show. It I'm was so great. I told I, her, I'm like, you need to watch this show. It's a bunch of... Oh, a, you would love it. It's a couple of drunk, it, it was rich sort ladies. Of, we were drunk. I had to get through all the goddamn Mary McDonald spank bank material on I YouTube. I couldn't get to the good shit before she got... She was living your fantasy life. <gasps> Jesus. I was it, like, it was wonderful. We it was lasted 13 smart. episodes. It was me and Gene, and um, it was kind of the American Abfab, but it was a little bit too... It was premature. It, they weren't ready. Yeah. But it's really funny. You gotta watch yeah. it. Yeah. So I was doing that, and George showed up and said hello. Yeah. And he was doing ER, wow. the drama, and then eventually I did ER. Of course you did. Yeah. Noah Wiley's Noah mom. Wiley's mom. There, I just feel like there's nothing better than watching like two great actors, you know, at the top of their game, like you and 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 Alfrey in, in mm, you know you. Passion Fish, but multiple movies. I mean, it yeah. really is. Um, there's just nothing and it seems like like they always say like they make you you make each other better you do because you're in the moment with someone that is throwing you know fastballs right and if you're not ready yeah and you're not in the moment it it just goes right it It whizzes right by it goes in every business because i know people always say like oh you know you are so generous and you have so many people on your show i'm like do you get the people make me look better that are good Mm. Like, mm. I feel it's, like it's that insecurity that makes people go, let me have people on that don't make me, you know, that that, that I can feel like I look better. No, and I no. thought, like, people that are great make you better, right? They I mean, do. don't you find that in acting? Oh, my God. It, it is the whole thing. It's yeah. it's that you want to walk in to work with someone that you, you put you, like, makes your heart beat. Yeah. Because you don't, A, you don't know they what they're going to do. And they yeah. raise your game. And you have to be present. Yeah. Like, I have to be present with you. I cannot get drunk. <laughs> well, I could. I did not give you that courtesy. But 
<laughs> because I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, no, but I, so okay, listen, mostly the point of this podcast is get drunk and talk shit about Donald Trump. You are too classy because as you know, you're from Broadway. We did, we talked a little. Yeah, we did. But seriously, it's not yeah, just the Battlestar Galactica, you know, and just strong female characters, things that you've done, but what, how do you personally, mm. I, because I literally feel like I'm going to stroke out every day. How do you feel? Because you were so close to your emotions as an actress. Um, how are you doing getting through this, this Trump presidency and this uh, just chaos and this? Uh, That's a great question. And I was thinking about you as I was driving over here and I was thinking, I don't know how Stephanie and people like Stephanie who are deeply immersed in making sure we understand all this. You don't walk away from it. You don't turn it off. Yeah. Psycholo- psychologists in, say, and it was on there. Psychologists right? say turn it off. And we're like, what do we do you, if we can't? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah. I have to go in and out. And the part of that is the actress, because I can't not absorb the emotional implications of it. And so the actress starts getting fired up. And I can uh, catastrophize. Actors catastrophize. That's part of what we're paid yeah. to do. So we take a little moment in a script that another person would just say, well, he just said to you, hey, how you doing? But your reaction to it gets layered. And you immediately, your mind and your brain and creativity, you can see it into something really awful or something amazing. So if I spent every day, which I quite often do and then have to pull back, dealing with reality, I would be kind of a holy wreck emotionally. That's hello. Welcome to my life. So, yeah, I don't know. I take lorazepam. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's we nice. Six to nine, it's therapy for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. How do we look at anything? Yeah. You know, 60 Minutes this weekend about plastics. I mean, we are just at a point how do you on look the planet. At, how do you look at the two-year-old that's dying? The Trump administration uh, I, won't let the yeah. mother come from Yemen to say goodbye to her two-year-old who's dying in the hospital. How do you... We just yeah. killed a seven-year-old that yeah. we didn't give food or water to, it, yeah. it, that we caged Yeah, I after I, turning themselves into Border Patrol. I think that there is a, um, a real danger in, well, obviously we're living through a really dangerous time on the planet, but I do think there's the danger that each of us faces in that we have to be able to stay in the moment and see people kindly and see and project it. I yeah. really believe that. It's not just um, me trying to find a way out. But no, I really I was... believe that if we, if we continue to, if we're always thinking about the dark force that's at large and we're always sort of feeling, if we're batting that around constantly, we have no way at all to counter, counteract it. Yeah. But, but you well, know. That's yeah, why you're president you, of Boston. These that's are, a little uh, Exactly. That's right. why you're president of the universe. And I have to say, personal quotes that I saw in here really actually inspired me. Mm. You said we have to get back to the beauty of just being alive in this present moment, what you just sort of said. And then you said, light up the world. The world needs your light. And it's interesting. I say that to people all the time. And I, I think you're right. Like That's why yeah. I always say take care of yourself in this resistance. We need Every single yeah. one of you, we need your light yeah. to get through the darkness. As you know, Rachel Maddow and others say, like we yeah. have not lived through a moment Never. in our history ever, ever, like ever, this. Ever, ever. We need your light desperately. Stay 
in the light. And you, I just love, you know, I just thought that's why you're like my soulmate. You're my big sister's soulmate because I was like, well, because that's my quote. The world, I mean, well, because- I say that to people all the time. Don't give up. The world needs your light because we are fighting darkness like I don't think we've fought in our country before. Well, I don't think the planet has fought it on this level. It is sort of Star Wars time. It is yeah. Darth Vader. Battlestar Galactica time. It, yeah. Or Darth Raider, as they called me. Give Thomas. us some music for that. <laughs> Give us something. We'll go out on it. Give us some. <laughs> but yeah. you, you're full of light. Oh. And I don't know how. So are you. I don't know how you keep it up. So thank you. Well, you know, I'm just here and in my basement. And these guys, you got these I'm beautiful guys with you. Here in my basement, childless, single, alone. No. <laughs> Somebody, one of my friends is like, Steph, you know. Maybe you're supposed to be single. You belong to the world. I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, the president of the universe of of Battlestar Galactica has told us, right? Mm -hmm. Right? We need your light. Stay in the fight with us. Stay in the fight. Um, what a thrill. What a pleasure this has been. Do we do do we Eric Trump you too much? Because we did both make you macaroni <laughs> necklaces. I'm wearing a Belfort Galactic shirt. I like walk out the door and I'm like, I wore the shirt for you. <laughs> I yeah. had a fist t-shirt. I had two other shirts I, I could have worn in my bag. I had the fist t-shirt on today. Stay I don't mind bed. any of it. <laughs> I don't. It's nerds great. Nerds were nerds. Uh, Mary McDonald, what a what a uh, just what a light you are in the Thank world. You. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Happy, Bye. happy hour. Merry Christmas. Yes. Yay. This will be our Christmas episode. It will.